From the Public Relations Global Network, this is PRGN Presents. I'm Adrian McIntyre. And I'm Abby Fink, Vice President General Manager of HMA Public Relations in Phoenix, Arizona, and a founding member of PRGN. With public relations leaders embedded into the fabric of the communities we serve, clients hire our agencies for the local knowledge, expertise, and connections in markets spanning six continents across the world. Our guests on this bi-weekly podcast series are all members of the Public Relations Global Network. They discuss such topics as the importance of sustainability and environmental, social, and governance programs, crisis communications, content marketing, reputation management, and outside-of-the-box thinking for growing your business. For more information about PRGN and our members, please visit prgn.com. And now, let's meet our guest for this episode. Hello, I'm Joanne Chen from LBS Communications in Hong Kong. We are a professional investor relations consulting firm. And our major role is to connect listed companies to investors and help them to speak the investment story to investors. And what has become such an important part of the investor story over the last several years is this idea of ESG or environmental, social, and corporate governance. And businesses, large and small, have to start considering what their ESG strategy is going to be, both as a business entity and those of us that look to partner with organizations. And Joanne, that's something that you've been working with and really thinking about how to integrate very strategically ESG into a company's business strategy in their investment platform. Can you talk a little bit about that? For the past few years, uh, ESG has become a very important topic in the financial market. Um, actually, the trend in Hong Kong is um, growing more important, especially driven by the stricter regulation imposed by the regulatory bodies. However, a lot of listed companies in Hong Kong they are not really familiar with how to strategically integrate ESG into the investor relations strategy. So what does that mean, really, to, to think about it and, and the role that you play in advising your, the companies and thinking more about this? Yeah. So as investor relations consultancy for our clients, we actually are very familiar with the investment stories and all the promotion channels that they have been using in connecting with their shareholders. But for us, the future value of a company really lies on how they integrate their ESG value into the investment story. Our role is very important to effectively integrate the IR communications with ESG communications. For example, like we have to make good use of various methods and channels such as the any report, corporate websites, investor presentation, or any other investor engagement channels. And through which they have to speak not only the investment story, but as well as the risks and, and opportunities that they have seen related to ESG. So the conversations, I think, are twofold when we're looking at ESG. It's the, the business themselves have to I'm going to use the word investment in in the sense of make a commitment to really living that ESG philosophy and, and focusing 
their business around that those those three entities. But those that are making that investment financially into a business are asking those questions, right? So how does how do we help stakeholders understand, you know, the needs and concerns of this and what ESG means and why it's important? I think uh, it is very important because every stakeholder is unique and they all have their own set of ESG-related concerns. Some may see like climate-related risks is more important of higher priorities or other, they were more focusing on labor practices, for example, uh, human rights, board diversity, etc. So our role is to help the companies to prioritize and understand the diverse needs and tailor the communication strategies to address uh, the concerns and the expectation of our stakeholders and investors. Now, is it oftentimes... Or, or can it be that that they're not necessarily fulfilling completely a commitment to each one of those categories, right? There's very different philosophies regarding the environment versus their social concerns or their governance concerns. And I know one of the things that's so important is being, you know, transparent about, you know, where you are on those particular areas and demonstrating improvements or changes or you know, consistency in efforts. So when you're looking at an overall strategy, how do you balance the different elements of those things? Yes, I think transparency is something uh, a lot of us is talking about when we are evaluating the, the ESG performance. So transparency and consistency of ESG disclosure is the black rock of an effective ESG communication campaign. We say this because we observe that investors don't really understand what the client's ESG accomplishments and future goals, etc. So it will affect the capacity to relay the whole investment story effectively. So it is really important for the listed companies to understand the transparency and consistency in ESG communication. Joanne, what do you think is driving this conversation forward in the market? I'm sure it's many things, including regulatory bodies. But is the primary interest in this coming from the investor side and the listed companies are having to respond appropriately? Or is it something you need to convince the companies of doing because it's the right thing to do and the investors are starting to learn that as well? Where is the impetus for this movement coming from? For the listed company, the issuers, they must have to understand it is a mutual benefit, no matter for the investor or for the long-term business growth of a company. So ESG is actually something to reflect the long-term risks and opportunities of a business. If they are not really familiar with the future plan of their ESG strategy, I think it is always good to leverage, recognize the ESG reporting standards and frameworks. For example, like DRAW-I, SASB, TCFD. So they can leverage this kind of disclosure and standard to set as a target for them to achieve. One of the things about this topic, because it is somewhat technical and, and relatively new, people can't imagine what it looks like to do this work. When you get a new client and 
you're working with them on their investment story. When you know that investors are now increasingly interested in understanding the ESG metrics and score, if you will, when you get down to doing the work with a client, what sorts of things do you do? You mentioned websites and annual reports and things of that nature, but take us into that scene when you and your team are actually working with a client. What is happening? What issues are you talking about? What sort of work needs to be done to make this a part of their investor relations communication strategy? Yeah, I think first of all, we have to prioritize the needs, the risks, and the future opportunities of a company. Because from now on, under the strict um, disclosure requirement from the regulatory bodies, I know a lot of our clients, they start to worry or a little bit confused of the way to go. For example, should they just fulfill the regulatory requirement or they should step up to do more to get to engage more investor or more potential investor in the future? So I think, first of all, we got to prioritize their needs and also the business risks and opportunities. So they got to really understand the business in terms of the exposure, the ESG risk. So this is the first thing that we have to work with our client. And then the second is, as I mentioned before, like there are different reporting standards and frameworks that can help a corporate to learn how to analyze and to disclose their recent opportunities in terms of ES through three different areas. Uh, for example, there are Global Reporting Initiative, GRI, and the Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosure, TCFD, and the Sustainable Accounting Standard Board, SASB. For example, in Hong Kong, GRI and TCFD are more company adopted for the company to disclose their ESG exposure. And then the second thing is to gain the confidence of the company in being more transparent and disclose their progress in terms of ESG achievement. Like I mentioned before, not only confined it to any reports, for example, during the investor presentations, when they talk to their shareholders, investors, they always try to remind them where is their position in terms of the ESG development. So it is a way to ensure the shareholders that the ESG commitment they have made today may not be something for them to achieve a short-term return, but in the long run, it will be very beneficial for the company to gain a bigger success in the future. Thanks for listening to this episode of PRGN Presents, brought to you by the Public Relations Global Network. We publish new episodes every other week. So follow PRGN Presents in your favorite podcast app. Episodes are also available on our website, along with more information about PRGN and our members at PRGN.com. 